Blog Talk Radio. Capistrano, California. I happened to be there having breakfast, and uh, somebody got married, so they rang the bells for 15 minutes, <laughs> and I was able to get uh, get them recorded. Aren't they wonderful? And uh, this is my first show now in 2015, and uh, I finished out my wedding season with two weddings in December. And I knew that I was at the the end of uh, my 20 years of doing weddings at the beach here in Orange County, California. And I thought, what a wonderful ending on December 12th, which is 12-12. I did a wedding in the gazebo at 12 noon. 12-12 at 12 p.m., just a beautiful spiritual testimony of a fullness of times, triple 12, <laughs> signifying completion. The couple was from Indiana, and that's where I'm from, so it was just perfect, you know, celebrating my roots, joining them in marriage, and completing my mission. That day was the day that the drought officially ended here in California, and we had our first dedicated storm with meaningful rain. And in my 20 years, I've married couples from all 50 of the United States and 28 foreign countries, and I have always felt a heavy responsibility to have California live up to all of its glorious reputation. So if it rains, I'm just usually really stressed for the bride and groom. But you know what? These past few years, and if you've been listening to my radio show for the last uh, two years, uh, this is my third year of broadcasting, um, you'll realize that I have begun to actually live in the kingdom of God here and now. And I've realized we don't have to die and go to heaven to have everything that we'd ever hoped for and longed for and dreamed about, but that we can be sons of God living fearless and harmless right here, right now, with all the powers and abilities that Jesus had, including the keys of the kingdom. So I just got up real early uh, in the morning while the rain was still pelting down, and I had a little talk with Helios and Vesta, who are in charge of the sun. And I told them that I had this very special wedding this day, that it was the end of my mission, and I would like to have the sun come out at 12 noon in honor of my couple from Indiana and my 20 years of service to mankind doing weddings at the beach. So I arrived at 11.30 with my decorator, and the couple drove up and parked beside us at 11.35. 
and I rolled my window down, and they rolled their window down, and they shrugged their shoulders, and I said, don't be sad. I had a little talk with the sun, and it's going to come out at 12 noon for your wedding ceremony. We just need to sit here and wait. So we did. And right on the dot at 12 noon, the sun, the rain stopped, and the sun actually popped through the clouds through a small hole of blue sky and shone down, lighting up the place. And we did their ceremony in the sunlight, and we got the pictures. And just as soon as we were through, about 20 minutes later, the hole in the sky closed up and the rain started again and continued throughout the day past sunset. So thank you, Great Central Sun, for that grand and glorious demonstration of uh, our agreement that we had made uh, together. Um, When you work in the cosmic levels, there's absolute guarantees it's absolutely will be done and is done and shall be done (laughs) and i knew it and i stood confidently and boldly in um got out of my car in confidence and boldness and stood there and the sun shone down and we've got the pictures to prove it then the next day saturday was 12 13 14 You know how brides like these dates. And at 3.30, the boy who used to help me do the beach weddings when he was 10 and 11 and 12 years old got married. He and his younger brother would just take all those decorations down to the sand and set them up. In those days, we had um, pillars with big uh, silk flower baskets uh, on them and... We had a decorated aisle. The city doesn't allow any of that anymore, but when I, but years ago they did. And they would set that all up, and they were always so particular about doing it, making sure it was just perfect. And then he was the one who would play the music. And in those days we used a boom box, <laughs> and he would put in the CD and play it while the, uh, uh, the bride walked down the aisle. Now, he's the grandson of the girl who I helped get started doing the weddings. She worked for me for 12 years, and then when I didn't want to do the big ones anymore, she set up her own website and her own business. And then her grandson worked for her and helped her set up the arch and chairs and the aisle runner and the chair covers and sashes, and then he would play the music. And we went to more sophisticated iPod systems eventually, and then he he would still and he would play the music and he still helps her do the weddings and now he's 24 years old and he is getting married so his grandmother did the ceremony in the gazebo and his younger brother helped her do the decorations and then stood up with him as her as his best man and i played the music <laughs> just was such a perfect circle. He played the music for all my weddings. And then at the end of my career, I played the music for his wedding. 
it was just the perfect epilogue to my career. You know, like Jesus washing the feet of the disciples. I played the music for his wedding. And now it is 2015. And now I'm going to teach others how to do what I have done for these past 20 years. I'm going to teach others how to be in business for themselves. I'm going to teach others how to realize their full potential as an independent and sovereign being here upon the earth, operating in the fullness of the Godhead bodily, being their own boss, setting their own rules and regulations, being independent of the matrix, only working within the boundaries of their own standards, providing these wondrous celebrations of the precious sacred passages of human life, birth and death, and getting married. And I now have a video on YouTube about my wedding officiant school. And you can go to YouTube and in the search box just put Marcy Ann, M-A-R-C-Y-A-N-N, and all of my videos will come up. I am in production right now for four more videos uh, this month about uh, the school. Because becoming a professional wedding officiant as a business is just now really coming into its own because more and more our entire country now, not just here on the coasts, has a mixed population of peoples from all over the world. And all of these people have different cultures and different religions and different ways of believing things, different ways of celebrating. And I have had experience with all of them. And in my school, I'm going to teach how to minister to all of these people and to be able to provide them with those sacred celebrations for every important moment in their life. My training is a home study course, and if you enroll in my school, you will get a five-volume study course that will teach you all the Eastern and the Western traditions and rituals. It'll teach you how to run the business side with contracts and retainers, not deposits. Learn the difference between those two things. Teach you how to develop packages and work with other vendors. And in the entire course, you will learn about loving and being loved, the concept of two becoming one, how to find your true love, what are twin flames, the pillars of love and trust, divorce is not a failure, when it's over, it's over, magnetic attractions, and then I do share some of my novel ideas for solving some of our social problems. (laughs) I teach you how to start your business and to be busy right from the beginning and how a a $50 referral can help you and how a bride trusts the pro to know the difference between the ear gate and the eye gate, how to set appointments, locations where to meet, where is your office, what's in your briefcase, How do you use your cell phone? How to set fees? How to say no sometimes? What's a kitchen table ceremony? What is your responsibility about the marriage license? What do you go over at a first meeting? 
What is the problem with meeting the minister and the plague of guilt and sin and suffering? What are bride and groom dynamics? How do you handle the wedding party? How do you close the sale and sign the contract? What about premarital counseling? How do you do a rehearsal? What are the seatings at a rehearsal? Children in the wedding, gifts during the ceremony, preparing a program, when do you get paid, who's your competition, how to develop add-ons. And then I'm going to teach you also how to do all of the related ceremonies, vow renewals, home blessings, memorial and funeral services, commitment ceremonies, and baby blessings. And most importantly, you're going to be able to use my wedding ceremony, which has been defined and redefined over these last 20 years to where it's absolutely perfect. (laughs) And it provides an experience, not only for the bride and groom, but for every single person who attends the ceremony, as well as all the vendors and the passers-by. All through the course, I tell you wonderful stories of actual weddings. And by the time you've finished the course, you will feel like you've done a hundred weddings yourself because all of my experiences become your experiences. And then when it's time to start your business, I provide you with an advertising and a marketing pamphlet to help you get it jump-started. Because if you do everything I tell you to do in the advertising and marketing pamphlet, Within 60 to 90 days, you will have earned back all of the money you paid to take the course. And I know of no other business a person can get into that pays back your investment as fast as this business does. I was recently talking to my daughter who's taking a master's degree program, and each one of her courses is the cost of my entire course. And she has to take 10 of them. So the cost of her master's is 10 times the cost of my wedding officiant course. And then she will only get an additional $1,500 a year more in salary. And in this wedding business, you can earn back what you paid to learn how to do it in 60 to 90 days. And then you can make as much as you want. I mean, $1,500 is a drop in the bucket. I earned enough money to retire. So now I'm going to teach anyone who wants to know how to do the same thing. If you would like to know more about how to be in the wedding business, you can go to YouTube and in the search window just put in Marcianne and all of my videos will come up. And you will see the video about Marcianne's Wedding Academy. I'm also going to be making four more videos. There are three-minute teaser videos just talking about some part of the wedding business and directing people to my website. And the website for the school is www.weddingofficientschool.com. You can just fill out the enrollment form and submit it online to me, and you can also pay for the course with PayPal or your own credit card or bank card. You can pay in full, and I or I do have a payment plan available. And as I said before, this is a home study course. If you pay in full, I'll send you the entire five volumes all at once. 
as well as the advertising and marketing pamphlet, my forms, the wedding memory book I give out, and a video of me doing the wedding. And if you make payments, as you make the payments, I'll send you the next volume. And at the end of the parts of each volume, there's a stop and think about this section with a list of questions to answer and to mail in to me. Because the purpose of the questions is so that I can check and see how you're doing and see how you're assimilating the material. For example, there's a mass mind consciousness about ministers who marry people. Most people think we represent God and that God is a man. I mean, even I still say God, he. (laughs) And we sort of picture, you know, an old man with a long beard sitting on a big throne with a big stick in his hand. But I teach my students that they are a professional officiant. I don't use the word minister. Although when you sign the marriage license, you do have to put minister. But I believe I will live to see the day when we put officiant on the marriage license. We are a professional official for the state of our residence. I represent the state of California. I don't represent God. And God is not a man. A woman can marry people. God is spirit and manifests as male and female, the divine masculine and the divine feminine. So it's important that anyone who's going to be in the wedding business to date understands this totally, and it's a very important question I have the students answer so that they can actually see themselves as official, as a professional, and to stand tall and strong and confident in their position. I will go through all the answers and provide my assessment of the progress with appropriate commentary. And then even after a student starts their business, I'm still going to be their constant companion, standing alongside, helping them every step of the way. My first student graduated back in 2005. When she signed up to take the course, she was working full-time in a know-nothing job. She was married, had two kids, and was 200 pounds overweight. She was diligent about doing her lessons and bravely she did all the things that I recommend that you do in the advertising and marketing pamphlet to start her business and she still worked full time at her job and did weddings on the weekend at the beginning and so did I and today she and her husband are full time in the wedding business because he had a special love of photography So they developed packages that included the ceremony and decorations and music and photography. And she is now ranked the best on the knot in San Diego, California, for your dream beach wedding. The knot, K-N-O-T, is the largest online wedding presence in the world. Her name is Aline Rosak, R-O-S-A-K. You can look her up. And she has since lost the weight, and she is gorgeous, rich, and happy. (laughs) You know, I think Kim Kardashian is the most Googled person on the earth because she is gorgeous, rich, and happy. Well, folks, check out Aline Rosak on The Knot. Just going to my wedding officiant school offered her 
the opportunity to be gorgeous, rich, and happy. You know, weddings are the most wonderful thing we do here on earth. It's a time of celebration of love. When two people turn and face each other and say those sacred words, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, sickness and in health for the rest of my life, there's a hush in the crowd. And each person relives their moment, perhaps the time they stood there and said those precious words to their loved one, or perhaps someone who still hasn't had the opportunity to say them and is waiting for that moment when they can say to their twin flame or their soulmate those precious words. I believe a twin flame is a soul who is your absolute perfect pure complement of yourself. The two of you are one ray of light that came forth and split into two rays, masculine and feminine. And in my 20 years, I have seen very few twin flame unions, probably under 10. And I believe a soulmate is a person you're attracted to because of wherever you are in your soul's evolution, because we're all in the process of developing our personal autonomy and uniqueness. And a union with a soulmate will expose and amplify (laughs) those things we need to examine in order to make changes and grow and become the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And I think that's why so many marriages seem to fail Two soulmates are attracted to one another, they get married, and then they start running into all that stuff they're supposed to work out. (laughs) And one of two things happen. They stay together, usually unhappily, and just grind it out until the end. I see a lot of these couples here in my retirement community where I live. They were married, you know, back in the days when divorce was such a terrible disaster in a family and that they just determined to grind it out to the end. They tolerate one another, and they've developed a pattern of coexistence that, in my book, is certainly not loving and being loved, but at least they don't kill each other. Or the more usual is today they get divorced, and they try it again with someone else, another soulmate, who will bring out all of the other things that still need to be dealt with. In my chapter on divorce is not a failure, I go into these elements of soulmates, I think this chapter alone is worth the price of my course. Of course, it would be best to not get married if it's not your twin flame, but this is is such a much bigger picture, a much bigger situation than any of us has any idea about. More times than not, twin flames are in different dimensions, sometimes in different galaxies, different time cycles. So I believe it's okay to be with a soulmate for however long it takes to help prepare one twin flame to be able to be ready to be with their twin flame. Because we have eternity, you know. There's no beginning and no ending. And soulmate unions can be fun and dramatic and exciting and exasperating and complicated and passionate. And children of soulmate unions will have to go through the development of their parents' soul And this will also provide circumstances for the children to go through, for their own soul's evolution. And all of it works together for good. It can and be a beneficial and a lasting experience for everyone concerned. The key to happiness in any kind of a union, whether it's soulmates or twin flames, 
is to acknowledge that you are an individual who's been created by God to give God an expression here upon the earth. And as you live your life, you are breathing the breath of God in and out, in and out, every moment. And as you breathe, you have life as a living soul. And as a soul, you have a very important purpose for your life. And the point of being alive is to find out what that purpose is and prepare yourself to fulfill that specific purpose. And the greatest deterrent to every single person finding out who they are and what they're supposed to do is a deep inner sense of unworthiness. And the reason for this is in our absolute cellular structure. Our country and actually our earth for thousands of years now has been under the influence of a religious thought system that has taught us that we are sinners and that we carry an original sin of our original human parents. And that thought is deep, 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 deep within us in a binding, controlling way where we're actually roped and tied at the stake. And we can't get free unless we look outside of ourselves to someone or something else to make us worthy. But the truth is that realized personal worthiness is part of your original creation. When God said, let there be light, there was no sin, only that grand, booming vibration of love breathing out into the vast void. And what happened after that is millions and millions of years of the creation breathing in and out the great breath of God in every expanding and ever-evolving moments of realized experience. There's never been any sin in the sense that the sin could ever separate us from God. There is nothing that can separate us from the breathing in and out. We are all part of the whole thing. We always have been. We always will be. We are one with God and one with everything and everybody. We are perfect And we are loved totally. Do we know everything? No. Could we learn how to do things differently? Of course. But nothing either we or anyone before us has ever done makes us a sinner or makes us unworthy to be called a son or daughter of God. God is not embarrassed by us. God only loves us, loves us passionately, deeply, unconditionally. And just know that (laughs) we don't have to be sitting on a pew just waiting to die so we can go to heaven where we can finally be gorgeous, rich, and happy. I mean, just know that Aline in San Diego is now gorgeous, rich, and happy. And she didn't have to die to get to heaven to be that. She lives in heaven right here, right now in San Diego, California, gorgeous, rich, and happy. And she did it by going to my wedding officiant school. (laughs) So here's to 2015. 
time to begin to realize who you are and to look into opportunities that are all around you all the time that can allow all of us to begin to express our uniqueness, to be that special, individualized breath of God, to be free to breathe, as it says on our Statue of Liberty in New York Harbor, to get out of the huddled masses and be free to breathe. Because cosmically, all of the portals of wisdom and empowerment are now open. It has never been easier to realize your deepest desires, your fondest hopes, and your most impossible dreams. And this is Marcianne, and I'm going to be here every month encouraging you, telling you, you can do it, patting you on the back and loving you. Go to YouTube and put in Marcianne and see my videos on the seven steps to manifesting personal independence and financial freedom. And I have another meditation on loving and being loved, which you should listen to every single day until you believe it. And this is Marcianne saying goodbye now. Remember... You are perfect in your natural state. There are no limits. Everything is possible. Energy flows where attention goes. Now is the moment of power, and all power comes from within, except only the best of the best.